0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to the May 27th edition of the Rotor world Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Getting ready to talk some point guards as we start our new podcast schedule going on Wednesdays now. With me to break it on down is Ryan Knott. What's up, man? Uh, not too much, you know. Still living that quarantine life.
1: But... <laughs> In- interesting to think about basketball and it sounds like we're gonna have a season resuming so pretty pretty psyched about that
0: yeah we have some good news uh, looks like they're shooting for possibly late July we've heard early August as well but we've got the first couple steps underway so yeah uh, and I thought you and I have talked about this before I was writing a column and I referred to the 2019-20 season as this season uh, and I was like oh, okay you know a little bit of optimism that we may still have a season uh, it's better than you know, is it 2021, 2021 all that, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I already hate... I just hate saying 2021 like that as a season. It's just, 2020, 2021, like, just sounds weird. But, um, yeah, so we always... We like to talk point guards a lot, and there's a reason. They're so hard to draft, uh, and they're so valuable to draft, and you can really get stuck. Uh, so you do not... If you play in an 8-cat league especially and you're short on point guards, you're going to be finding an uphill battle all season. Um, you're going to have to really beat people to the waiver wire when guards go down. You have to chase that position all season. So you don't yeah. want to do that. So we're going to talk about guys, you know, that we would take kind of up top, in the middle, and kind of in the, not late, but late-ish, you know, top 100-ish kind of point guards. Going to kind of run them down. Brian so and I kind of just went through roughish rankings of 9-ish, 8-cat. I mean, point guards is not too big of a difference. Besides, like, your Westbrooks and those guys who are just turnover machines. Turnovers. Harden. But, yeah, yeah, who cares? Uh, especially if you're playing uh, and you stream a lot, you're going to lose that category probably anyways. So, yeah. We um, you know we had the James Harden at one. We talked about I don't really have much to say. I'm um, just yeah, concerned about what, the ownership, but, yeah.
1: Before we launch right into our rankings, I, I'll I'll, I'll double down on what you said about assists are hard to find on the waiver wire. And I was looking at a column I wrote, I don't know, a year or two ago, called, uh, you could look it up, it's my numbers game column, it's called Fantasy Specialist's Scarcity. And essentially... I graphed out assists among the top uh, 200 players and there's just such a stark drop off like right in the beginning. There's all these assist specialists guys who get tons of dimes and it just plummets from there. Like you can find them in the middle and late rounds, but they're going to come with huge asterisks in terms of like bad percentages, you know, complete lack of defensive stats, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, My... Ultimate takeaway in the paragraph after I wrote about it was it's hard to come back from a pronounced assist deficit via the wire. Yeah, it's it, it just is. So there's a reason we talk about point guards all the time and why you should get them early, and that's that's why.
0: And on the flip side of that, points and rebounds are the easiest to pick up off the waiver wire. So you want guys yeah. who, and I said this in my last Friday pod by myself, like I it talked a little bit about underrated players, but I, it's more like underrated characteristics of players mm. where you said like assists, steals, blocks, and good efficiency. Um, that's why I like you know Drew shot the free, through, free throws better. Like he's such a great guy to have, and so on. So yeah, right. um, anything you want to add on Harden? Again, he's kind of he needs a yeah. lot to happen to come out of the one spot.
1: I completely agree. I think he's kind of cemented himself there with his his durability, his just elite production across the board. Any Westbrook fear factor has completely been you know evaporated. So yeah, yep. he, he's number one. And
0: then I think Dame is probably locked in it too. Uh, although he has someone nipping at his heels. Uh, he was just ridiculous. Obviously, he had that insane February. You know, a little bit hot and cold, but obviously, Dame, you, you Mr. Durable, my, my favorite Dame stat is only player top six, this season doesn't count, in, in the last six post-All-Star break runs. The guy is just money in the bank in the fantasy playoffs, and you love it. Yeah. I think he's, what, number six or seven, probably, on the overall board. Definitely number Five, two, yeah. Five, yeah, for sure. Each as you said Trey is probably nipping at his heels but yep yeah and I have Trey uh, he's not coming out of that spot either um, and I my new thing I've been saying is if you guarantee me if I take Trey and you guarantee me I get uh bam on a bio and Jonathan Isaac and round two three I'd take that trade off all day it's mm, <laughs> like my nice. kind of my favorite ways to start I'm thinking yeah I like it yeah it's 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 something you can kind of do it. Like I think Bam may slide Isaac. People scared of the knee. He's uh, Isaac up, with the door. injury. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. And that that
1: gives you point point guard, center, first two rounds. You got stats all across the board with those guys. That's that's a nice uh, trio.
0: Yeah, just draft a bunch of wings, couple point. Hope we get Dejounte yeah. maybe so, around five. So. so
1: both of us have stuff number four. I'm gonna I'm
0: gonna guess unless I don't I bumped him down. <laughs> uh-huh. Below, I'm not. I'm just don't not you taking I say, I mean, it's it's pretty simple analysis. I'm just not taking him. I'm I'm scared of his injury history. He's you know a year older. Uh, yeah. I'm still discouraged. I don't really know the details of his hand injury, but I mean, for him to take that long to come back, you know, the ankle injuries. Uh, I'm just and he suggested I just now, else. it's off
1: shooting him, but he said that he might have
0: nerve damage for the rest of his life. Yeah, I just I love not, Curry. not ideal he, for sure. There's <laughs> nobody you're gonna pick later in your draft that has. A, I mean, he's still gonna go pretty early. But if you're picking ninth, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I love Durant and um, pretty much just, I mean, maybe Tatum has number one-ish upside if he has a ridiculous season. But like, like I keep saying, I, I will trade off Jason Tatum's. If I'm, you know, I'm not looking at point guard, but like Tatum or obviously Trey, I w- I will take their floors as, as opposed to Curry ceiling like all yes, day. I, I agree. So we're yeah, I I'm down. I actually bumped up uh, two guys ahead of him. I had Luke ahead of him kind of all along. Um, And then I actually, this is going to sound crazy, but um, so if we know Westbrook doesn't have another knee scope, and he has a lot. I think he's had five knee surgeries on all the same knee. He had one before this year, before that. And really since Patrick Beverly knocked him out in the, what, 2013 Western Conference playoffs, his right knee has been a disaster. It keeps him out. And if you remember, I think, what, 2014, he had uh, knee surgery like three weeks, four weeks before the season. He's supposed to be out until like Christmas. Misses three games and just comes out doesn't. And like it's crazy if, if Patrick Beverly didn't hurt his knee. I wonder how durable Westbrook would be. I mean, he he played five his first five seasons were all eighty twos. So he's kind of got like a little bit of a Durant where he has like the one glaring issue Achilles for KD and this knee issue for him. The guy, just, he doesn't pull muscles. He has like two ankle sprains that cost him multiple games over his career. He got a freaking dent in his face, and he only missed one game. Yeah. Like, I mean, and also my favorite thing about Westbrook is the shot selection was total prototype Westbrook. Um, his last, his January games, he had 53% of his shots at the rim, made 63% of those. Just pulled you up so hard. He was top 12 in field goal percentage value uh, if you're going up basketball monster in 2020 per game. You know The steals are going to be great. Still going to get you 6-7 assists per game. Rebounds going to be great. He was unbelievably good with Clint, without Clint Capella on the floor. And just smash mode without James Harden. And over an 89-minute sample in, in 2020 without Harden and Capella, he was like 40 points per 36, 12, more, <laughs> like 12 assists. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. like, dude, he's so good. So uh, I'm warming up to Westbrook. Uh, again, this is contingent on him not having a knee scope because I think if he does... That's pretty yeah. much going to scrap your back to backs. Didn't play any back to back games in 1920. I'm still, pro- I'm not aggressively after him. Like I'm not really, out- I'm like I'm going to take Tatum or KD over those guys. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, man, I don't know if I'm going to feel good about getting John Morant or somebody else, or like whoever. I, I want to get to later, so I got to kind of see how I feel before I go. You know, wing wing Tatum KD, which is I really want to do, but it's to be tough. Yeah, I mean, you get an automatic twenty-seven, seven, seven,
1: one and a half steals. He he was great, and it, honestly, his percentages were tolerable. Almost 80% from the free throw line, over 47% from the field, as you mentioned, even better in, uh, in 2020. 20, almost 28 points per game, like very impressive stuff, but would you take him over Curry, it sounds like that. I would,
0: yeah, right now. I mean, okay, and I what get... about
1: uh, if, if we're throwing Doncic into the point guard pool?
0: Would you take Doncic or are you yeah? I would take John Westbrook? just because I'm the youth factor, and I, I still think that Westbrook's going to have a knee procedure. Yeah, that, so there's I'm a like decade. If, yeah. There's a decade separating them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lucas still has it. Luca was, I guess, to hit on him real quick. He was ridiculously, um, as far as like his style of play. It was crystal clear. Drives festival. Like he would drive. You know, he was actually the last. I think ten games he was out driving Westbrook with wow, three fewer yeah. minutes per game. You, you wrote about this, right? Yeah, so this is why I kind of, I kind of. Oh no, uh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. But um, yeah, like tout, he has count your your research. Yeah, <laughs> and he, Doncic only shot twenty seven percent on catch and shoot threes last year. That has to come up. So uh-huh. and he shot fifty seven percent on twos, which is really the third best among guards, um, with I think seventy five shots. Norman Powell number one, uh, and Ben Simmons number two. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm I've went into so many as all this research has gone by. Like one player I've like drawn to is Norman Powell. Like, oh my god, dude, he's so good last yeah. year. But um, yeah. So, um, yeah, he was just driving ridiculous. Uh, he was scoring DFS points wise just off drives. He was scoring six, 16 points per game off drives. Luca, um, Jeez. yeah. So just total shot selection. He had of his last twenty games, he had two games with a mid range make. Uh, he just scrapped that out of his arsenal. And you know, he, if he once mm. he starts making threes. I think he can, too, because if you remember last summer, the big thing yeah. was like, oh my God, Doncic can't make free throws, and then Carlisle, Cuban, all these guys are saying, oh, he worked on, he's going to be really good, and he was really, really good, he was 80% um, yeah. up until he started to kind of fall off, injury, when the injury happened, when he hurt his ankle, um, and there's it's really a clear difference. The first half, he was like top four, right, and then ankle injury, never really got right, he was almost like 80-ish uh, nine cap because of lost efficiency, free throw percentage killed him, turnovers, obviously, not many steals. But um, yeah. Again, if he stays healthy, I think he can. Um, he's not near nearly. Uh, to, he's never gonna catch Trey because Trey's just so freaking durable. Had his ankle hit the ground. Trey back in two games, so was supposed to miss two weeks. Um, yeah, the guy just doesn't miss games, so I'm, I'm sold on him. But yeah, I could get into Luca. I don't think he's gonna make it that far though. I think people no, are gonna I'm, take him I'm like six you. or seven, especially,
1: especially since we draft with Steve yeah, in most weeks. Right. So yeah,
0: I'm <laughs> I'm almost never gonna get Luca. Yeah. Um, what else do I want to say on Westbrook? Um, I forget. If I think of it, I'll let it, let it go. Then it gets kind of messy after that. Like, this is where, I mean, I have Drew there. Um, I do,
1: too. I put, him, yeah. I put him ahead of Kemba. I put him ahead of Ja Morant. Um, I don't love it. On the court with Zion, Brandon Ingram, and Lonzo Ball, his usage fell to 20.9%. Granted, he had a ridiculous plus 22 net rating, and it's a small sample yeah. size, but... Um, Point being, his usage drops a lot when he's alongside Zion, Ingram, Lonzo. They have so many weapons, so many guys who can handle the ball. Um, When they were off the court, those three guys, Drew's usage spiked to almost 32%. So, huge difference. But I'm skeptical that he can hit top 20 value with so many ball-handling, high-usage
0: guys around him. Yeah, like I said in kind of the open... I don't really care about the usage too much just because I think he's just going to be really good in the categories that I want him to be really good. So if you look at his Zion splits, I've talked about this m- plenty of times, 425-minute um, yeah. sample per 36, 19 points, 5 boards, 8 assists, 1.9 steals. Um, his shot selection is way better without with Zion next to him. Gets to the rim a whole lot more. Um, you know, Besides missing free throws, like I said, uh, he would have been kind of just what I was hoping for. So um, steals, bit... and steals and dimes are critical. If he can hit
1: eight, eight dimes, and what'd you say, one point nine steals, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: then that'll do it. Yeah, they're playing fast as we expected. A lot of three point shooters, so a lot of high assisted percentages. Good offense, so, good system. Yeah. So
1: I, I said I can't see him being
0: top twenty. I, I might even say top twenty five. Where, where are you putting him? Like, yeah, top? that's kind of where. It's kind of like okay, like uh, I mean, yeah, I think he he's top fifteen because if he gets the two steals and he shoots the ball well, like. You know, if he's scoring close to twenty points a game, you're gonna be yeah. pretty close right there. Forty, I mean, seventy percent free throws didn't help him this year. That hurt. Well, he was, he was, he was upper seventies, mid eighties before that, um, yeah. for the most part. So that, yeah, I don't just a, there. sort of ab- seems like an aberration, but yeah. Oh, I know what I want to say about Westbrook. <laughs> there you so go. So last year it was free throws. So last year on the road, he shot sixty percent on the road. This is 2018-2019. And then he was eighty percent last year. Huh. Uh, and also first quarter about twenty percent difference too. So those are really the two big splits I, I saw when I broke down his free throws. And he was the uh the year he was bad to so two years ago, when he was when he started to fall off, he was bad on the road there, but then before that he was good. So for whatever reason, like he just fell apart on the road. I don't I don't know what happened, but he he fixed That's it strange. this year. So yeah. I'm pretty solid and Westbrook year after year after year, he was super valuable in free throws. Yeah, but yeah. So um, you have Drew kind of firmly in there. Then you have kind of the. Uh, ben... Then I got
1: Kemba, yeah. Ja Morant, Shea Gilgis. Who, if if we're going to count him as a point guard, yeah. Chris Paul. It's hard. Chris Paul is tricky for me because I, I, I loved him for so long, and I'm I, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah. in terms of him, you know, his game finally falling off. It hasn't happened yet, but but I don't want to be the guy who drafts him. 22nd and then this is the year when
0: he finally just loses a step yeah i'm pretty sure i'm not going to draft him but yeah i'm with you i got so i'm pretty sold on i wrote Kyrie up for a deep dive as far as Kyrie, pretty high huh i mean not high i still have him um i have him ahead of kemba i'm a little bit worried about kemba's you know saying basically it was a wear and tear thing on his knee we know he's had multiple knee surgeries over his career so the reason why i was into kemba in 2019-20 is because i counted on his durability no, I'm not sold. Yes, you know, he didn't play yeah. well in, in January, February. Tatum's gonna get more shots. Jalen Brown, he's gonna get more shots. He's been better on offense. I just, I'm just not sold on his upside match with his floor. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'll take him, yeah. but I think honestly, if I'm in a pinch and maybe, like, say, I take Harden and Bam Adebayo, I'm taking two guys who are, you know, pretty much money in the bank for games. Then okay, maybe I could swing for the fences a little bit and take Kyrie. You know, hopefully gets me. Seventy games, um, go for it right there. But yeah, he's had. Uh, I found out he has other. He had a, a shoulder injury earlier in his career, same shoulder, so that's concerning. Uh, obviously, the leg injuries are. There's quite a few of those too. So, guy just misses games, broken faces, and all this. So, yeah, um, yeah. He's, I mean, still
1: I, only, he's still only twenty-eight, so like he's in yeah. the midst of his prime, and we know that he has top-five fantasy upside. Like he's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I think playing alongside Durant won't hurt him. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not really worried about that. I think if anything, it'll just open up. You know, open up the paint, give him easy assists, stuff like that. Um, so I, yeah, maybe I should move him up a little bit because I'm. I'm kind of into it. If you can get him, which you probably will, mid second round, late second round, something like that, because he's going to fall. You yeah. you'd think? Then why not? Like take a shot. Like I'd rather take a shot on Kyrie than Steph Curry, frankly, because I can get him around late. Yeah, I
0: value gotcha. Yeah, because, I mean, their downsides pretty similar, I feel like. It, it, maybe Curry's even right. worse. And, I mean, Ky- Kyrie showed he almost has, almost Curry, like, upside. Um, you know, shoots the ball great. I think, like you said, I think I'm not too worried about Durant affecting Kyrie's usage too much. I think he'll still be, you know, probably 27, 28, like, kind of his Boston days, which is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, if he shoots efficiently, he shot the ball. His shot selection last year was great. And my favorite thing about Kyrie that I looked up, with the exception of one year of his career... His shot percentage at the rim has gone up every time, um, wow. including really. He was 65%, I think, uh, last year. It's kind of a smallish sample, but yeah, the guy's a stud, um, guy a stud uh, just misses a ton of games. So you're going to get him in a pretty good value. I feel like round three will probably be there. But yeah, I'd take him over Kemba, Ben. Um, then then you kind of got to, uh, For me, it's kind of a mess. Like I, I think Ben's kind of there at the turn. Ideally, you maybe pair him with Giannis. Um, you know, free throw yeah. punt. Draft a, of, yeah, yeah. draft a lot of draft a lot of three point guys later, um, some bigs, and even those guys rebound pretty well, especially Giannis. So that gives you kind of a, a you know draft Lonzo maybe around four, round five. Then you're in amazing shape on a free throw pump build. Yeah, you just build oh, yeah. your bigs and all that. And your assists are locked down. But um, so after that, I got uh, John Moran SGA are pretty much neck and neck, depending on what you want. Like if you whiff on a point guard, like say you go wing wing. And you're sitting there late round third, late third round, early fourth maybe. I would take Ja or SGA. You have them after Simmons though, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's sure. it's kind of hard to do that because I mean, I you, if you draft guys who are great free throw shooters, you're probably not going to want to take Ben there. Um, I I yeah, well he's not he, he's yeah, yeah he's kind of he's not like a guy who's going to totally destroy like you know peak Dwight Howard or. Um, you know, any of those, yeah, any of those yeah. bigs, but yeah, ideally you put them in a free throw pump build. But yeah, I'm, I'm into, I'm into those guys. Um, but yeah, so Jaws kind of, he's probably closer to the Ben than he is to who I have after that. And I have Fred Van Vliet I want to put, I would probably honestly, if, if so push you're, comes you're
1: to, skipping over De'Aaron Fox here, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sold on and, Darren and Fox. D'Angelo Russell. Both of them, you, you take Van
0: Vliet, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I like Van Vliet I think okay. that he could get even better. I think um, I'd take Russell over ben Vliet. Yeah, uh, they're all. So I guess my next tier would be. Van, so I have these guys in a tier: yeah, ben yeah. Vliet, CP3, Dejounte. Who I may be. I honestly I may have Dejounte at the top of this. Um, D'Lo, uh, Lowry, and then probably Jamal, Jamal Murray and Fox. Maybe even Rubio, Lonzo. Those guys are kind of in that group. Okay, so I had pretty... Rubio, ball.
1: So I. And listen, I was wrong on Van Vliet this year. <laughs> I, I was too low on him, even in my pre-draft rankings. I think I had him at like 80 or something. Um, yeah, he's he was fantastic. Truly a surprise to me. But I don't think I could put him ahead of Jamal Murray, DeJounte, even Kyle Lowry maybe. I, I'd put ahead of Van Vliet. Fox, I got ahead of him. D'Angelo Russell for sure. So, I guess I'm, I, point being, I guess I'm lower on Van Vliet than you are.
0: Yeah, just situa- situation. I mean, Nick Nurse's rotation for the guys that are locked in their rotation you're right. it is gold. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's huge for me. Uh, the steals were good. Uh, you know, his threes are going to be excellent. Uh, yeah, he's running a fantasy, all- fantasy mint up there in Toronto. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you're any, like I said, Norman Powell is also in that group. Um, like, I think I'm going to write Siakam up for deep dives probably next week, uh, yeah. but he'll play more center. Hopefully, so, they'll go to some guys. Couple couple names that haven't come up yet because we just went through. Well, you want to go? Of... Let's go over some. Let's go over to Jonte real quick. Sure. Um, yeah. Um. So his last eleven games, he was red, red hot. Fourteen point three points, six point three boards, five point five assists, two point one steals, point nine trays, forty seven field goal percentage, ninety one free throw percentage, twenty third and nine cap value over that span. Uh, I'm in, dude. Uh, I think he's gonna be even better without. The, uh, if you know, you had the bonus if. DeMar DeRozan goes somewhere. Like I said, if if I'm sitting there and I'm drafting and I need a point guard and DeJounte and CP3 are there, I'm probably going to take DeJounte.
1: Yeah, I'm completely down. I mean, the the Spurs love him. They signed him to a huge extension. They obviously believe in him. Um, They sort of stunted the growth of Derek White just because they wanted to let DeJounte run the show. So, Mm -hmm. you. you know, no greater statement of faith than than putting the ball in the guy's hands and saying, "Hey, this is this is yours, man." Um,
0: and they were yeah, playing. Love, a, yeah, they were playing a little bit of the two man combo with White and to try I know. To towards the, the pause, end, yeah. it finally
1: started happening, which as a as a long suffering Derek White owner was a little frustrating, but. Yeah. Uh, it eventually, eventually started to pay off. Now Dejounte, you know, he doesn't score the ball, he doesn't get a ton of assists for a point guard, but I love his upside. The steals are there. He rebounds the ball from, you know, out of position boards for you. Decent percentages, and yeah. And who knows? He's he's still 23 years old, so. Yeah, I
0: think you could, I think five assists are doable. Um, we had a sure. lot of those lulls where Pop would bench him. You know, he wouldn't get to 24 minutes a game. Obviously, that started to go away over this 11 minute span I'm talking about. And just to hammer home that DeMar point, without him on the floor, 322-minute sample. Per 36, 18 points, 9 boards, 6.2 assists, 3.0 steals. Now Uh, we're talking. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm pretty sold on him. Super young. um, You know, he's healthy. And as you Uh, said, like, we okay, maybe he's not going to play 35 minutes a game. But, dude, if he
1: gets 30, 32, he could be top 20. This guy, he
0: has all the tools. Yep. So, yeah, he's going to no, be no, a guy dead guy. I'm going to have a green highlighter for sure. Yeah, I right, mean, honestly, I, I, probably, I, yeah, I probably have myself. him over. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he might catch Ja, man. Like, if he has a the rocket fuel sort of, you know, a lot of buzz around him, which he kind of did coming into this year or 2019-20. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, he's not going to fall. I think I've got him a lot. and I think almost all the mocks I did. He was so, going, like, 40-50 last year, I want to say. Uh, a little later. I was getting him around sevens.
1: Because not I mean, he going he, that late?
0: Because we knew he was going to get rested every once in a while. Yeah. But yeah, I've I pretty much had him circled round seven, round eight, kind of across the... Yeah, he's good. I, Sometimes you go round six, but... You're yeah. probably not going to get him there this year. No, 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 no. He, he has to be... Yeah. Fifth round, I think, is kind of is the worst you could get him. Like, I right. think he could go... He could go fourth. Yeah, which I, I'm okay with. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Yeah. Um... CP3, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I mean, he's honestly the best fantasy player this century. Um, You know, he's had the, like you wrote up your column, I think he had, what, 14 of the top 150 seasons? (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Since this guy's just made for fantasy. It was him and LeBron just like every single year. Yeah. Um, And yeah, CP3, just mid-range machine. I think he was first in, um, you know, pull-ups, pull-up twos, and just, he just knows his game. And him getting out of the rocket system... Like, Westbrook going to the rocket system without the three-pointers has been great. CP3 getting out of there has been great for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm into him. So would you take uh, Chris Paul or Kyle Lowry? It's kind of similar thing, right? They're both yeah. – so Lowry's 34 years old, sort of Chris Paul-like. When do they finally slow down? I'd take CP3. Yeah, I would do. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you could go either I way. I like Lowry. I mean, God bless the man. He's not the most gifted athlete, but
0: – yeah. Damn if he doesn't work hard. Yeah, he gets it done. Uh, again, the Nick Nurse rotation is going to give him. And we were like, dude, why are you playing these guys 38 minutes a game? They're going to get yeah. hurt. And they started to get hurt a little bit. Uh, I thought Lowry stayed pretty healthy for the most part. You know, he's going to be great free throw percentage. Steals are always going to be there. Assists are going to be decent. Raptors' transition offense has been really good. They had, uh, well, I think they had three of the top, no, two of the top. No, no, three of the top. Three of the top nine Transition scores were Raptors, um, yeah. and then uh, two two of those also were Rockets. Westbrook and Harden. So, yeah. uh, in the NBA five of the top the, nine guys yeah. were on two teams. Wow, there was a great write up recently. I think it was in, in the
1: Athletic about the Raptors defense and how Fred how good Fred Van Vliet was alongside Kyle Lowry, which was a huge question I had coming into the season. How can they play two undersized? Essentially, point guards and maintain their
0: backcourt defense, and they did it with a plume like, yeah, super impressive. So, we're both in on that. Um, Ricky Rubio is interesting because he was flamethrowing everyone uh, for the last 10 ish <laughs> games of the season. He was, I think, top five in nine cat. Um, yeah. but we know you draft Ricky Rubio, he's gonna probably start slow and then kill it. So... Ideally, you let someone all draft him and trade for him after they get frustrated. I mean, this is like year in, year out. Rubio does, yeah. does this. I think I would take Lonzo Ball over Ricky Rubio. They're very similar yeah. fantasy games.
1: Uh, you know, Lonzo will hit more threes, I guess. And but I, I'm just I, I would invest in the unknown
0: upside of Lonzo
1: over, you know, 30 year old Ricky Rubio.
0: Yeah, which is still crazy to me. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, he was just routinely hitting double doubles. Obviously he's a great free throw shooter. Yeah. Steals numbers jumped up. He had that ridiculous game where he was 22, 11 assists. That is seven steals. Um, yeah, just looking at his box scores, he was just dominating. So I'm in, I'm into it. Uh, I forget who I drafted, uh, who I potted with. I don't know if it was you. I think it was Jonas. And I was like, dude, I could take Rubio. And he was kind of not really feeling it. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, think, I feel yeah. like, like uh, he's lost his luster. You know what I mean? People people aren't like excited to get Ricky Rubio, but as we've talked about, assists are hard to find. If you get a guy who's going to give you nine, ten assists a game, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, and a steal and a steal and a half, and he's he's going to help your free throw percentage. And he's not a high volume shooter, so even if he's
0: shooting poorly, it doesn't really matter. It, yeah, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, he played. He and Booker had a pretty good rapport. I mean, what a bit. I was concerned coming into the year. Because Booker's so ball dominant. He was one of the highest touch-time guys uh, mm-hmm. in the NBA. But even without him on the floor, I mean, Rubio was great. Um, per 36 with uh, Booker. 15 points, 5 boards, 9.9 assists, 1.8 steals, 45 from the field, 1.5 mm. threes. So, yeah, I mean, that's if you got those numbers consistently, you're taking him probably third round. Yeah, so. that's... Pretty excellent. And then Lonzo. So, so you you would take Rubio then Lonzo. Again, it matters in the situation. Like if I'm punting free throws, I would take Lonzo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, Lonzo is just insane. Another guy who was just um, I think in what was it? Just I had looked up fire. the stat. He was like number two in touches per game uh, over over 2020 to Jokic, I believe. So just got got the ball in his hands a lot. Really created. You know, to, again, this offense could sustain a lot of value with how many threes they take and how fast they play. But, so in yeah. five in five March games, now obviously just
1: a handful of games, Lonzo Ball averaged twenty one points on fifty four percent shooting, four point four three pointers, seven point eight rebounds, seven point eight assists, and two point two steals, and almost a block per game. Yeah, just ridiculous, yeah. ridiculous numbers. This is kind of what we so thought, really, like in the second yeah.
0: half with the Lakers that one year before we got hurt. It was like, yo, this guy could be two threes, one and a half steals, yeah, close to a block, you know, great assists. Guys, besides the free throws, I mean, he is a fantasy Three goodness. as well, yeah. As but, you said, if you have a punt free throw build, you should have a bullseye on um, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I mean, it's it's totally not out of the question to think you can go Giannis, Ben, Lonzo. Who else would you want to take in there? Drummond, if he Drummond, like if, ben, could, if Ben goes, yeah, take Drummond, something Capella, like that. Like, there's definitely a lot of guys you could fit in there, yeah. Um, yeah, he shot, like uh, yeah, even, even just in 2020, uh, he was 40% catch and shoot, so this was really the concern. Was Lonzo, you know, his shot looked a lot better too, it wasn't as funky, so um, yeah. it took him a little bit to get going. He's you know, still 22, so uh, my biggest so, concern so, with him, I'm, I'm not yeah. so I'm not, I'm pretty sold on the output, just the injuries. Like, that's kind of what makes me a little little sure. cautious. He's had a lot of injuries, especially with the Lakers, with that big story where, like, he wanted to get surgery and they told him no and this and that. So Yeah, I felt better after last year. I feel like there was some, like, he started
1: the season kind of banged up or something, missed, missed time. Um, I'm forgetting. But point being, he finished strong. Like, I mean, I just cited his stats in March, but yeah. he didn't miss games for the final, I want to say, two, three months of the season. Yep. So that, that sort of... Pacified my concerns about his about him injury wise. I mean, young guy, you know, a couple injuries. You can't let that be like a scarlet letter. Yeah,
0: and do you have Jamal Murray in this mix here?
1: I do. I I would put him. I I don't know, man, because I'm kind of sold on. I kind of want to. I feel like he can take the next step, mm. but just haven't quite seen it. The dimes aren't there. Jokic, you know, has the ball in his hand so much. I would probably take him just after Rubio ball. But yep. absolutely in in this same same exact tier, yeah. Yeah, I mean same tier for me too. You know, pretty And where where do where do you put Devonte Graham and, and Malcolm Brogdon and Eric Bledsoe? Uh they're next. They're okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Jumping ahead. <laughs> yeah, I
0: counted Sexton as a point guard as well. Um yeah. so uh, Sexton was insane uh, over his last eight, twenty eight 28 points uh 3.3 boards, 4.0 assists, 1.4 steals, even 2.33s on 56% from the field, 81% from the line. And he was how really many, good sorry, since what, January. How
1: many assists and steals was
0: that? 4.0 assists, 1.4 steals. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so not nothing. Because Sexton, for year a year, <laughs> he was you know just useless in everything but scoring. But yep. you know if you get four assists and one and a half steals, even over two threes on great percentages... Um, he's going to have value, and like I said, um, yeah, he's he's been valuable, and you know, I yeah, he was easy to cut like early in the season when he wasn't doing anything, but he figured it out. He did, and I feel like the the Garland pairing
1: finally started to click a little bit toward the end, and Sexton obviously just was like, forget it, I'm going to be an alpha, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, and kind of took over the offense, and with you know, to the. Delight of everyone who owned him. Yep. I cut him in a points league right before his hot stretch, oh. <laughs> so so that was painful. Now, granted, it was a shallow league, and I got someone really good off the wire, but still, it was painful to watch him drop like forty-five
0: fantasy points every single night when I had just cut him. Yep. And uh, yeah, Devont, uh, Devontae Graham uh, mentioned he led the league in passes received, and um, Or over the twenty twenty, I forget. But anyways, yeah. So, but I have to do a deep dive on him. But I know part of the reason why is because he just fell apart in the paint uh, as the season went along. Yeah. Um, Again, just huge opportunity here. You want. I I always talk about touch time. Like, there's a pretty strong correlation between guys who touch the ball and guys who assist. So, yeah. um, You want. I mean, if if you miss out and you can take the field goal percentage hit, uh, I think. uh, I'm I'm more into the early half of him than the second. I mean, obviously, but I'm saying I'm buying it more Um, because he just kind of fell apart, and I think maybe teams figured out how to guard him. His um, wide-open shots percentage percentage went way down, so I think he can kind of figure it out. He's still pretty young. That is exactly what I
1: was going to say. I mean, he's 25, so he he almost seems younger to me. Like, I feel like he should be 22 or something, but um, it took him a while. I mean, he 38.2% shooting on 15 attempts per game. Only Blake Griffin was a bigger drag on field goal percentage than he was. So that's hard to overcome, right? Yeah, you got to pretty much do a field goal pump build on him. Yeah, and exactly what you said. I think teams just figured out, like, okay, this guy's going to shoot 13 three pointers every single game. Yeah. Press up on him. If someone sets a screen, go over it. Like, do, do not give him space at the perimeter. Force him to drive, and it turned out he wasn't very good at it. Yeah, <laughs> so, he was bad at it. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> right. Explicitly bad at driving yeah. to the rim. So. I'm, I'll be very interested to see how – if and how he corrects that problem because that's going to haunt him. I mean scouting reports are what they are. Teams yeah. are going to attack him in that way over and over and over and make him beat them at the rim. Can he do it? I don't know. I'm not eager to have him on my team. You're not? Not really. I mean, it, it, listen, if he's fallen to 70 or something, well, great. I guess you have say eager, yeah. I
0: mean you got, him one, you got him pretty late in one draft we did I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Last year he was like going as a no, flyer. no, no,
0: no. Oh yeah, he was undrafted. He was like the pickup of the night, the first night. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you're saying?
0: Well, I'm saying that mock draft we did like a month and a half ago or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got because we did it off the Yahoo ranks, and he was like 200 something. Right. So, so I
1: think I I stole him in like yeah, round eight or something. Yeah. Something and if like he's that. falling there, wonderful. I happy, but I'm not gonna take him. You know, I mean, he was flirting with top 50 value overall, even with the field goal percentage hit. But I'm not gonna take him there.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned drives. So usually you want your guys to shoot about fifty percent on drives. Mid Mm -hmm. upper forties is good. Guess how bad he was on drives this year? Field goal percentage? Uh, thirty three percent. Thirty four (laughs) point (laughs) six. Good (laughs) guess. That's awful. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's you know four shots a game on shots that are like I mentioned with with like Westbrook was shooting mid fifties to. Uh, Luca before he got hurt, he was like sixty three percent on drive percentage. So you're talking almost double um, on efficiency there. So yeah, he has to get that corrected. I'd like to see a stat for points per drive, right? So that that includes
1: free free throws because like Harden's probably sky
0: high. I haven't. I did that actually. Uh, I'll look it up for you next time. I tweeted it out. I'll I'll try to find it. Um, Yeah, I did like the top fifty guys. Who are uh, peak Point, for driving for game? For draft. But yeah, yes. if uh, anything you want to, who do you have after him? I'll look that
1: up. Well, on, on that note, check out Mike's Twitter feed. Mike <laughs> S Gallagher <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, after them, I have, I guess Mike Conley probably. Uh, we, we could pivot to Devontae Grant. Well, Malcolm
0: Brogdon. Yeah, I forgot about Brogdon. Actually, I should have. Yeah, Brog- Brogdon.
1: there. Fine, and I think even with Holy Depot coming back, he's he's a guy who doesn't need huge usage. He's super efficient. will hit some threes, chip in across the board. Isn't going to hurt you anywhere. So I, I, I kind of dig him. Um, Mike Conley. Yeah. Then, then I get, we get into the weeds, I guess. With like Dennis Schroeder, who was shockingly good this year, uh, in his six man role. Um, uh, Marcus Smart, improving his percentages slowly, kind of a fantasy dynamo. Lou Williams, Somehow clinging to relevance. Uh, I don't know. Who, who else you got there?
0: Um, let's see here. So I got your um, DFS points per drive. Oh yeah, good. So of the top fifty drivers, Harden's actually not one. He's wow. three. That's but, but so it's per drive. Yeah. So okay. This is DFS points. Number one, Dame Dalla Nice. Uh, then Kyrie, then Harden, then C.J. McCollum, Luca, Tatum, Brad Beal. LeBron, and Kawhi. So those are all really good. Like CJ McCombie McCollum being in that group... McCollum like, is the only one... I, yeah, I would yeah. not have
1: guessed. Yep. not have guessed that.
0: Yeah, all those other guys are pretty much yeah. t- first-round picks, which goes to show you, like, you should be... Good players are good on drives. You know, that's why I always talk about um, drives. Yep. They're super valuable. Um, yep. But yeah, so so I kind of like spaced out looking it up while you were talking. But um, yeah, uh, I, I definitely... Uh, so just quickly with Brogdon... I definitely, that was a pure oversight on my part. Um, he would probably be in that Rubio Fox tier, I guess. Obviously, the injury concerns, which is why I didn't draft him this year. Um, he misses games, man. Uh, a lot of them. Yeah. So uh, I he was cruising. Fox, I would take Fox ahead of Brogdon. Yeah. I think, uh,
1: yeah, I. either way. Despite the old, I mean, Fox shot 70% on almost seven free throw attempts per game. So that is a huge hit. So that's yeah. another guy you could throw into the old yep. punt free throw percentage build. If you're doing it, you know a guy like
0: that is going to drag you down. So yeah, you could just if you, seriously. So if you went, well, at least <laughs> we said Giannis, Ben, Drummond, uh, then Fox, Lonzo, in some order, then just draft wings the rest of your draft, and you're good. Yeah, and there's so two, many. There's so many. I think you two
1: get. competing owners could both draft compelling punt free throw percentage teams
0: that happens a lot i always find at least two teams going for it i know it
1: annoys me when when, when i'm one of them yeah I'm like, darn it
0: because i mean if you pick early my targets. You, if you pick early and you have Giannis, then you're gonna do it there and if you pick later and yeah. you draft lebron or something like that then you're gonna do it there so i feel like Giannis and lebron are kind of the pillars uh, of doing maybe zion the... these these days? yeah like, zion. yeah I'll probably get i in think there. zion will improve a little bit yeah. But he obviously has a lot of work to do. So another guy who's kind of, you know, tough to target would be John Wall. Obviously, he's missed, going to be close to two years uh, when we see him out there again. You know, yeah. he has the same, he has multiple knee issues and the Achilles is on the same leg. That really scares me. And Bradley Beal has just turned into a monster, much more efficient. Uh, I'm not too into Wall. Um, I mean, he have to, he'll have to fall. Well, there's some been some recent buzz about him, you know, improving his shooting, saying he's 110. percent This and that. So, yeah. where do you where do you think he would fit in this kind of mid tierish, you know, early mid round group?
1: Well, like all those quotes you just gave about him feeling 110, percent we've heard before. <laughs> like he he's said this for the past you know three years, and I'm just terrified of the injuries. I'm not going to go anywhere near him. Uh, you know, assists great. He doesn't. Get elite defensive numbers Although he's
0: you know, pretty good in that category be, yeah. But as
1: you said Yeah, he used to be true, truly up there But just the injuries, I I can't approach him yeah. I like the guy, I want to see him do well But he's never been a super efficient shooter I mean, he was at 30% from deep In the 2018-19 season Before he got he got shut down with injuries But also 3.8 turnovers So he's killing you in that category I, Yeah, I'm not going to go there
0: Yeah, Brad Beal's touchdown Even when Wall was playing Was still kind of trending up um, you know, he's one of the top guys for front court touches per game per guard, just huge part of the offense. And again, like Bradley Beal is a better player than John Wallace, even with healthy, in my opinion. But, yeah. um, yeah, John yeah. Wall's slot selection was getting a little bit better. And apparently they're saying that he really worked on his catch and shoot shots, which so if he shoots similar as far, there's definitely a case to, to make for him, but the whole like same leg, Kelly's knee thing, just, I, I just feel I just don't feel good about it
1: yeah so where where
0: would you draft
1: him i mean he's gonna Civo he's play? gonna be
0: gone like i would take lonzo rubio fox for those sure dudes. yeah like he's but closer yeah, someone, to marco fultz gonna, and davante graham yeah. <laughs> so.
1: someone who owned john wall in 2016 is gonna <laughs> gonna have some sentimentality and take him at 40 yeah definitely and, great yeah.
0: um did we did you have marco fultz in this mix yet
1: I have not mentioned him, no. Yeah,
0: so last 14, 14 points, three boards, 6.6 assists. That's the key. 1.4 steals, 51% from the field, 70% from the line. Needs work there. But for as raw as he was and as low as expectations were, at least for me, coming into the year, I thought he surpassed him, especially later in the year when his man's cap was going away. You know, obviously some guys are missing time, so it's a little bit skewed to that. But um, I thought he came out, you know, at the end of the year. A lot better looking than he did coming into the year, so uh, I could definitely see myself taking him. him. Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty hot take. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But and and he
1: stayed healthy, which was critical. And I recently basically besmirched him and said that he should be a backup on a <laughs> on a playoff team, which maybe that's a little too
0: harsh. But yeah, I, I, mean, I he's not like a top twenty point guard. I mean.
1: Right, and I'm still not sold that he can be like the point guard of the future for yeah. the Magic. But in any case, uh, you're right. He he was really good. The assists and steals are there. He's kind of like a low level, kind of Rubio-esque type dude who's gonna maybe hurt your free throw percentage, but chipping enough assists and steals to make up for it. Yep. So, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, sure. And yeah. It, as you said, he's gonna fall. So if you get him, you know,
0: if he's there at eighty. Oh, he to hundred somewhere in, in there. Yeah, he should probably be there close to hundred. Yeah, so I I take him around there. And then Augustine, I believe, has a player option. It, a lot of people are saying that he's going to be a free agent. Um, oh, so he can decline? Or forget? No, no, he's a straight free agent. Yeah, he's unrestricted next year. That's what it is. There you go. So yeah, okay. he'll, that'll probably help his minutes. I think the magic will address it somehow. But For sure. I think yeah. I think he's got 31, 32 minutes in the bag. You know, the steals are like he's almost more like a. DeJounte, I'd say, because I think the Seals would be there. So, so assists, yeah. good field goal percentage, you know, gets to the rim pretty well. Right. Um, yeah, so they a, good, that's a, lot a of, good compare. Yeah. yeah, same college, too, so a little bit of, of, oh, nice. of overlap. <laughs> um, so, after that, let's see, we got Conley, Dinwiddie, that's kind of where I stopped, which was probably pretty close to a good stopping point. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, after that, like I said, Marcus Smart, Lou Williams, we got that, like uh, a, yeah. I don't know, Alfred El- Payton, Chris Dunn. Derek White, S- you want to throw him S- in there? Satoransky, yeah, White. I don't know. What about Shake Milton? <laughs> what? Yeah, this Shake I, was awesome, man. Super impressive. Yeah, yeah. Man, I got to give it to him. But I'm not gonna touch him. Yeah, I think I still draft him though. Would I mean, you? You take him as like a
0: it, it just as a handcuff for Simmons? Or are you just taking him? I like think full he could have value. I think that. I think that they. Okay. Put, I mean, I think he was he was taking minutes away from all their guys that were supposed to be the young dudes. You know. True. Yeah. Like, they found a way to play him at really multiple positions. And Ben's long enough you could play him anywhere. So, I think, I mean, on that kind of team. I'll be fun. I'm I'm rooting for him. I'm just not totally convinced
1: that he'll have that. Yeah. I mean, I'd
0: rather, for last round flyerish guys, like, I'd rather have, like, DiVincenzo or somebody like that. But, yeah. I mean, if I'm drafting people who are super sharp, like, I mean, Cam Reddish is going to be way gone. Um,. Right. Yeah. Kobe White,
1: probably. I think
0: I'd take Derek. Well, if we drafted today, I'd probably take Derek White just because if DeMarc bolts, then Derek White, I'm gonna be really after him. Okay. But um, yeah, I, I think he's gonna be. Is, is, a case is for Kobe White his...
1: qualifying as a point guard? What do you think? Is he um, uh, or is he yeah, a straight shooting him. guard?
0: You could call him a point guard, I guess.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> call him whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any interest in the Bulls' backcourt since I
0: brought him up? No. I mean, I drafted Levine in one. I think it was like fifth round. I, th- I thought he played. He was excellent last year. Yeah, that's not bad. So, fifth, fifth round, sure. Yeah, I'm not like, excited to draft Bulls. I think I, th- I want to draft Wendell Carter Jr., but apparently everyone does. I think I you thought think he, he would I fall.
1: The, yeah, yeah, I was thinking he would fall, but yeah. apparently. Yeah, whatever. I always
0: try to wait till like round nine-ish, and he's gone, yeah. well gone, like round seven. One, one disappointing thing about the Bulls is all their point
1: guards. I mean, I'm assuming Dunn gets a qualifying offer. We'll see what happens there, but. They've got Satoransky under contract, done with a qualifying offer. Kobe White under contract, uh, Shaq Harrison quali- super cheap qualifying offer they'll definitely give him. Archie has a is under contract, so they have like too many guards. It's just
0: a messy yeah. situation. I'm gonna avoid. Their roster is built like garbage. Um, the only <laughs> yeah. is Shaq Harrison the only guy who wants Jim Boylan to stay on. I feel like. The best thing
1: that they did was was change their front office structure. The old Gar
0: Pax was not working out. And I have a friendly bet that Boylan is fired the same day that the NBA announces it's coming back. Oh, I like that. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: Very specific. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, hope got, I, feel, I, I
1: hope you got good odds on that. Oh, bet.
0: just kind of a friendly bet. More than just yeah, like yeah. a, hey, I told you so kind of a thing. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, man uh anything else we didn't talk a lot we kind of I kind of skipped over D'Angelo a little bit um just I, I think him yeah, and Kat are gonna be good I had him
1: like like ahead of Fox ahead of Lowry yep. ahead
0: of Murray well, kind I'm just of gonna in take that like, over like, just
1: under Ky- Kyrie tier sort
0: of yeah just because I have DeJounte and Fred VanVleet I think besides that we're on the same it's because it's, it's not it's not because I'm low on D'Lo it's because I'm so high on DeJounte and VanVleet yeah so like if you took those guys out of the equation, like I feel like you'd probably have him rank similar. I feel like he will just be unleashed
1: next year. Yeah. Like he's he's gonna have the ball in his hands a ton. He's got cats sucking in defenses, so it's not gonna be like everyone's queued up against him defensively. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see what he can do. Yeah. It He seems like he's he's matured as a player. That's a person, he just seems like in a in a better place now, where he can really find his game.
0: And I think that they want to use him like he's a good as a high like high screen pick and roll guy with cat cat pop, uh, pick and pop kind of a thing will be going on. So yeah, I think you know mid twenties if he shoots the ball well, um, he yeah. has to be better inside the arc for sure. But I might great, actually watch shooters. watch some wolves games next year. This yeah <laughs> they, they uh, could be yeah. they could be fun. Yeah, they could be um, you know pretty high. They they played a rock kind of like a rockets light kind of an offense. Yeah. It's like really spaced out. Um, so yeah, they're gonna be fun. Hopefully Malik Beasley gets gets paid, and I could see him being really good. Another guy, I possibly targets. Is
1: there when you look at like mori Ball? Are the Rockets playing the same way, or, or rather, are the Wolves playing kind of mori Ball? It's kind of similar, and... not to
0: that extent. But I'd
1: be interested to look into that. You yeah. can see
0: they traded it off, um, you know, at the rims, and they have. A, if you've seen uh, some video of the they still have the. Um, like shot point expected for areas on the floor they have like marked with like red numbers and green numbers for high shots they still have that there they had that in the preseason and it's still there so that's cool nice that's awesome yeah
1: and are you well we're getting way off the point guard topic but uh, any uh, do you have any interest in like daniel house or pj tucker definitely not (laughs) In this like weird hybrid non-center thing that Houston has going
0: on, with, like nah. Covington
1: is a five half the time.
0: Pretty okay. much just Harden, Westbrook, and then Covington if he falls. Ro- Ro- I won't. Ro- I won't reach for Covington. Um, no interest in Eric Gordon at all. Zero. On my part. Zero interest. I Rivers. No. I don't even know how low I would go on Eric Gordon, man. <laughs> like it would be. It I, I, would be would really low. At, I would take him at two oh five. It would be in the twos for sure. Yeah. Like I shake Milton all day, um, trying, like DiVincenzo all day, um, dude, I may even take like Thibault sticking with the Sixers, even though I don't even really, I'm not really sold on him. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I, I, I honestly maybe even three. I'm gonna just pick somebody else, like three hundred. Yeah, he can't stay <laughs> healthy. Yeah, there he had that nice little pocket when he was staying healthy, but I remember the Pelicans. Kind
1: of useless. I mean, it's just points and threes, and even those aren't yeah. compelling these days. Yeah, so. I'm
0: good. I'm definitely good on that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, so I guess we're good. Anything you want to add?
1: No, just uh, I think as we discussed, like the point guards run out of steam real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, so get them, get em early, get them often.
0: Yeah, you got. I think two of your top four picks gotta be point
1: guards. Yep, and hopefully everyone doesn't take that advice because it would be it would make it very
0: hard. Yeah, you could probably get away with it. Okay, so exclude if you get Trey, he almost counts as two. You know, if he's gonna get ten assists. But if you're getting, you know, mid-assist like, guys. Even Lillard, who gets, what, seven, I want to say? He had a career high last year in assists. Almost
1: year. almost eight, 7.8. I think it's a career high for him, I'm not sure, though. So, Pretty like, sure. that's that's legit. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. But you, but you still need another guy who gets six plus, or you're going to lose that category. Yep, career high by almost a full assist. Wow. Um, yep. So Really?
0: Um, he'd never had more than, like, six and a half, huh? Nope, never more than seven. 6.9 in Wild. two years okay. ago. But yeah, so. No, this fun. is fun.
1: You wanna you wanna circle back with another position the next time we we. Yeah, punch? we
0: could always do. Uh, we could just do. I just I just like talking positions and ranks, and I feel like a lot of you guys like to hear. Of course. How things are going to shake yeah. out for drafts? We got a way to go though. But uh, hopefully we do like some <laughs> maybe some, some maybe we'll do some we're postseason s- fantasy.
1: Yeah, I mean we're still in the midst of
0: this season apparently, yeah. so that's
1: us uh, <laughs> So weird. We might have to might have to change our
0: perspective. Definitely. All right, so we're out of here on that. You guys enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for going on, man.
1: Thanks, Mike.